Good evening, I'm Rick Dancer. Welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer, brought to you by Priority One Heating and Air Conditioning. Two days before Lane County opens the to inside dining after being closed since so back in November, I think just before Thanksgiving, it appears that the state of Oregon is uh, has decided to crack down. Um, they're making examples, I guess, of some of the restaurants in the area that have reopened despite the mandate. And uh, this is just coming out today. It just hit the wires a few hours ago. Um, uh, the first that I learned of this, I was getting some messaging and people were saying, did you hear about the fines? Did you hear about the fines? And I hadn't heard about the fines. And then I did. And then I got a call from a friend of mine who owns the Twisted River Saloon in Springfield. And he has also been open for several weeks, maybe a month or so uh, against the governor's order. And uh, a couple of hours ago, the Oregon Liquor Control Commission walked into his establishment two days before uh, the place is supposed to open and suspended his liquor license. So I talked to Jim on the phone and uh, James says he uh, has obviously instantly contacted his attorney and they are working on that. Um, I'm going to, we also got some news out of Douglas County. The board of commissioners is taking a, a, a pretty big stand. Um, in case you didn't hear the, uh, Douglas County was at the high level where Lane County is now going, which means 25% seating inside. And they were raised to the extreme level, which means those restaurants now have no inside dining and gyms have to uh, close as well. So people are pretty upset about this and the Douglas County commissioners have a statement. I tried to get them to come on and talk, uh, but no one was available, but we do have a statement to, to uh, talk about. Um, we also have learned, and this is not pub public information, that the Firehouse restaurant in, in Florence is going to also be fined $17,000. I think it's even a little bit of change on top of that. Well, not change, I think it's $17,800. And today the Little Brown Hen, who also opened uh, despite the governor's orders, uh, was also fined $17,800, which is double the minimum uh, fine. And uh, I did some quick calling and got Stacy and Mike from the Little Brown Hen to come and talk with us today. So, um, what are you guys? What are you thinking after this? Well, you know, of course, it's shocking when you get fined seventeen thousand eight hundred dollars, and you know, our attorneys are, of course, going to appeal it because it's not legal, and we're still believing what we are doing, and our employees are happy to be back at work, and they can refinance their houses now. One's going to buy a house, one's going to school to be a nurse. So, I mean, good things have come out of being open, other than just maintaining our business. So. We're still staying the course, like our attorney advised us, and appealing the fine. So, now one of the things I'm going to post this up here because I saw this is a, a comment from OSHA, and I wanted to get your opinion on this. So OSHA says the decision reflects the need to ensure a more appropriate deterrent effect, where employers insist on disregarding public health measures. Such willful behavior puts employees at risk and enables the employer to achieve a competitive disadvantage over businesses that choose to comply with workplace health and safety standards. Go. Well, our employees are all super excited to be back at work. They're happy to be there. We treat our employees really well. You know, if the other restaurants wanted to open, they could have, they chose not to. And we're 
you know, we support that. We don't want to do anything that we're not supposed to be doing. We're still sanitizing like crazy. We're still providing a product that we're proud of. We're still standing behind our decision to have the right to maintain our business and not lose everything that we've worked hard for. So, And this is something we did in the beginning before we even decided to go ahead and open our business. We talked with all of our employees first and gave them the decision to come back to work if they wanted to. This wasn't about, something. Mike and Stacy, what about the competitive disadvantage to your other restaurants in town? Because there's some others that are open. Well, yeah, there's been a wine shop that's been open and under a membership thing, and they have never closed since the mandate started in November. So I don't, you know, should we have tried that? Would that have been okay then? You know, if you have a good to-go format like sushi or pizza or, you know, it works for them and they've been maintaining at least their opening costs. I don't think anybody's, you know, saving any money or raking in a bunch of money and thinking they're going to still be fine. So... So, so do you think that this will, um, you'll, you'll, your attorneys will be able to get rid of this fine? And my attorneys feel like they will be able to, so it might take a while. But I'm just going to stay the course, and I've been advised by them, so I'm just going to keep on doing what we're doing: sanitizing all the time, wearing masks. We're trying to do everything that we possibly can to keep everybody safe. Do you find that people get ultra picky and are looking for things for you to do wrong, like a mask to slip down off your nose or anything like that? I mean, do you feel like a target? Uh, of course. And I think people Definitely. that don't agree with what you're doing are always going to want to beat you up and make you feel like you're a bad person or that you're harming your community. And, you know, we're really trying not to do that. Of course. Who wants that to happen? Nobody. So I so, think people that need to walk in my shoes or the shoes of others before they start judging. Uh, Lini, a woman named Lini on here, I think that's how you say your name. The place downtown on Bay Street, we understand it's not official yet, but we understand they're also going to be fined as well. Is there a GoFundMe to help you guys with the fine? Somebody's asking. There, Somebody had created a GoFundMe account a few weeks ago, a lady named Sharon Shrank and some local ladies in town um, started a GoFundMe. So that was really super nice of them, so. So what have you guys learned, um, like the, the, the big lesson that you've learned from this? That the support has been amazing. We have, the support has far outweighed the negativity and the haters and the people that just want to hate on you, they don't ever want to see another side. I can see their side. I see where they're coming from. I can understand how they're feeling, but they don't try to see our side or any other restaurants that has tried to, that has been open. So, so I don't know I do cause I didn't go over this with you. And I was talking to James at the uh, twisted river and he said, what people don't understand that this isn't a law. People keep saying you're breaking the law. This isn't a law. Right. It's only a mandate. And as far as I believe the mandate is not law, you know, like we said, like Stacey said, we're still doing everything following the protocols sanitizing everything, cleaning everything, wiping everything off. I mean, we used to come home and smell like bacon and now our dogs are super disappointed that we just come home and smell like bleach. So it's just nonstop cleaning. 
So Rose makes an interesting point, right? Here's what happens when a community is on two separate pages. Each page feels betrayed by the other. And I actually had a lady that says what we're doing divides our community. And I think the only way it divides our community is if you choose for it to divide our community. It doesn't, division happens when you want it. I don't want division. So I try to, you know, I understand how people feel and I'm not, not taking it seriously. I'm also trying to stand up for my business and for my employees that want to work and want to earn a living and support their families. So, so what's the next thing in the process? Well, now that we, we can be open legally now as of Friday, we're still going to be doing all the sanitizing. We're still going to be, you know, working every day. We're there every day. We're there from six 30 in the morning till three o'clock in the afternoon, doing whatever we possibly can to, provide a good product, support our employees and keep our establishment open and sanitary. So when you hear people say like yesterday, I think it was, we had the half a million uh, people in the United States um, die of COVID according to the numbers. What do you, what, what do you say about that? I, I just don't even know what to say about that. I think COVID has been a horrible thing for so many people. It's kept people inside. People are depressed. Our, you know, we have a son that's 13. He hasn't seen his friends all year long. He hasn't been able to go to school. He's doing online school. You know, a, a friend of our son came over. He was crying. He wants to see his friends. You know, it's just so hard to, you can't make sense of it all, at all. So do you guys feel like because now that, I, I'm gonna read some stuff from Douglas County for people in a second here. And Douglas County commissioners, I don't want to put words in their mouth. I'll read it. But my interpretation of what they're saying is they're going to stand behind their citizens and they know some people are going to open up. And do you think that this is, I mean, because it comes three days prior or two days now, really prior to you being able to open up anyway, that it's like a crackdown, like an example, like you're being made an example of because you did this and you guys have been so public about it or it has been. So it wasn't like your, your fault. It was public. We didn't really choose it to be public, but it just got, you know, it just grew and grew and grew and a lot of the positive things have come out of it. So, you know, I feel good about that. And I, like my son says, if you're doing out of something, if you're doing something because you believe in it and you're doing it out of love and, you know, good intentions, then you can't feel bad about that. People are always going to shoot arrows at you and you just got to be able to take them, even though it's hard and just, you know, remember that the people that have supported us this whole time and said so many great things and are proud of us, that helps, you know, and my parents are proud of me and my kids. So that's what means the most to me. What do you, what's your, um, what's your thoughts about the media and its role in all of this since you've been on the receiving end? Look at Mike. I'm going to leave this up to Stacy because wow. I have a completely, I don't, I don't want to get riled up on this with the media. I have. I think the media makes it a lot feelings. worse. I've known about the fine for about 10 days. And I knew that when it became public knowledge that it would just start the whole shit show over again of people just wanting to say hateful things or positive things. So the haters are always a lot louder than the positive people. So, you know, I just, I don't even know what to say. Yeah. On my end. So I think it's really interesting. I covered Trudy as a story. Um, when she opened up her place here, I covered it. So did KEZI, so did KVAL. And I'm being trashed on Facebook pages because of my coverage 
when I did the exact same thing that the, the institutional media did. But for some reason, that's acceptable. And me doing what I do is not because they already have a target on. It. And that's what I think is is really sad that I've learned is this is pitting people against each other. It's given permission to people to vilify people like you, like me, people that are, are standing up and asking questions. I mean, you are asking a question. Why can't I run my business? Um, and and because I said so is not an answer. You know, <laughs> you know it, I mean? It's sad. The thing that really kind of gets me is that I would have never thought a year ago no. that division in this country would be how it is today. A year ago, I could disagree with one of my friends that I might not have the same beliefs with him. And we would be fine. But now it's you disagree with somebody that's got the different beliefs. You're evil. And, you know, nobody wants to talk to you anymore. Right. Right. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's um, it's I, I have a friend. A couple of friends were on my show the other day and they said something profound. They said, you know, we shouldn't be tolerating people. You should be loving people. If you tolerate people, that's not good. But we don't even love people. We just have people that are just waiting for you, you know, and, and to drum up stuff that they can bring against you. And it's just I just I'm just I'm done with that. I just want to get information out and let people know what's going on. Um, Kyle, the bar in Springfield that got its liquor license suspended is the Twisted River Saloon. They are still serving food. So please go down and help them out. Um, that's probably what gets me in trouble because I truly do support business. I don't pick pick and choose which ones I'm going to support. But they are um, they can still serve food. They can't serve alcohol. They're hoping to get that resolved by the weekend um, or by the day that the mandate actually goes away. Um, anything else you guys want to say? I just really think that I was raised to treat people the way that I wanted to be treated. So that is really the golden rule. I think if everybody treats people the way they want to be treated, it would make the world a lot better place. So have you also learned um, maybe the lesson that we're all kind of learning is if, if people don't want to hear it, they're not going to listen to it. So you just I mean, it's like there's a line. One of my favorite lines out of the Bible is never cast your pearls to swine. And because I think there's just people that don't want to hear, they don't want to agree with you or hear anything. And, um, you know, you can only explain things so much. And I, I think as most of us as human beings want to be understood. Um, but I think sometimes in, 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 right now in this case, we just won't be. So you continue to, to you know, speak your mind, ask the questions, never stop asking questions. And um, you guys, yeah, I'm sorry uh, you're facing this, but uh, thank you for running home from your uh, appointment today and jumping on here for us because I've been working on this thing like crazy for 45 minutes trying to get it in there. So uh, well, I thank you. I mean, we just want to stay the course. We just want people to be happy again. We want the world to be in a better place. I mean, it all has to get better. And yeah, we all want it to get better. Yeah, so. we're all kind of we're all kind of done with this whole thing. Exactly. All right. You too. Thank you, Rick. We appreciate you. Thank you very much. All right. Much. You're welcome. Good luck, you guys. Thank you. Guys. Okay. So now let me tell you some other things that are going on because there's just a ton of things with this. So I want, I know this is kind of going to be boring, but I'm going to read you the Lane County or that Lane County, the Douglas County uh, commissioner's position. So 
it goes like this and I'll post it when I'm done. Okay. I just don't want you guys reading because then you're not paying attention. <laughs> I'm your worst teacher. The Douglas County Board of Commissioners are very concerned about our recent surge in COVID cases and dismayed to learn that our case counts in the last two weeks have prompted the state of Oregon to move Douglas County from the state's mandated high COVID risk level to the state's mandated extreme level, thus imposing stricter guidelines on our residents and businesses. We do painfully recognize that the impact of the state moving us to the mandatory extreme COVID level will be felt that most by Douglas County small businesses, especially restaurants, bars, gyms, rather than by where the most recent rash of cases have been reported, long-term care facilities, churches, schools, and by residents who have chosen to host large events. This scenario continues to illustrate the issue we have with the state's one-size-fits-all approach to their COVID restriction metrics and programs. I'm gonna halt here. That's another thing that's happening in Lane County and Benton County. University of Oregon and OSU have 33% of the cases, at least I know that's to be true in Lane County, 33%. They've gone to the state and said, your metrics are messed up. You need to change this because we keep falling into this metric with the, with the university and they're testing every day on certain students. So they're also, Lane County is also asking that that be looked at because the metric is not working when you have a large college campus like that. Now, I'll back to the letter. Now, as our county prepares to move to the state's mandate extreme risk level on Friday, your commissioners realize that many local businesses are likely to stay open and challenge the state's guidelines for the new risk level. As your commissioners always have and will continue to do, we stand with, represent, and support the citizens and businesses operating in Douglas County. We want our residents to be healthy and have access to necessary services. We want to help our businesses succeed, and we want everyone in our community continue to move forward with social and economic stability. While Douglas County currently has no ability to shield or protect our businesses from state sanctions, penalties, and fines, we are here to help in any way we can. We do want to encourage our local businesses to follow the appropriate precautions to prevent the spread of the virus, as well as protect their business, their patrons, and their ability to continue to keep their doors open. Your commissioners continue to be incredibly frustrated with the lack of local input being allowed at the state level, especially when determining the state's current COVID risk level program instituted in December 2020. The state's new mandate program undeservedly punishes and brutally affects our local businesses' ability to operate and stay financially stable during the pandemic. Especially when the businesses that have suffered the most during the state's mandate risk level restrictions periods, restaurants, coffee houses, and dance studios, senior centers, small retail stores, our bars and our gyms, are among some of the safest places to go during the pandemic. These businesses are required to follow some of the most stringent COVID safety and health guidelines. For the most part, our businesses have been extremely responsible to our community and in the following COVID-19 guidances coming from the state. Then they list a bunch of other things. I wanna go down to the bottom here. I will post this so you guys can read this. Your commissions believe that there must be a better balance between the socioeconomic damage being done to our businesses and the fight to slow the spread of COVID-19 in our communities while also protecting the health and well-being of our residents. The letter goes on to say much more. I, again, I will post this in there. Um, I think the comment section will let me put this whole thing in there. 
and uh, and uh, so that you guys can read it for yourself. So you're not taking it from me. You're actually seeing it for yourself. Um, and let me post it in there. Sorry, this is the way it works, everybody, when we are um, live uh, doing this. I am. I wish I had a producer, but I do not. Okay, so that's going to be one long chat. All right, so it's in there. You guys can go in and read it when you want to. Um, I think the whole thing came out. I hope we'll see. Maybe it didn't. No, I think it will. You'll push on that and I think it'll happen. So anyway, to rehash what's going on, this happened today. So two days before uh, Lane County is to uh, open back up to a level, to a high level from an extreme. So to go down so we can have actually indoor seating and some gyms open. Um, the Twisted River Saloon, which was going against the governor's mandate, not law, um, and had reopened. Uh, today, about two hours ago, um, OLCC walked in and suspended their liquor license. They are open for food services, but cannot serve liquor until their attorney gets this straightened out. It is suspended. It hasn't been yanked or taken. Um, he's, uh, so anyway, so it is just suspended at this point. And then we find out today that 10 days ago, uh, the Little Brown Hen was issued a $17,800 fine, twice the minimum fine. Um, so it feels to them like it's uh, they're being set an example. And we understand it's not common knowledge that the firehouse um, also in downtown Florence uh, was also issued that same fine. And that's probably going to be coming out here in a few days. So that's what's going on in your community. This is stuff we need to be asking questions, people. Even though people don't want us to ask questions, we need to continue to ask questions because that is part of living in a community. You can agree with this or you can disagree with this, but please be kind. And you don't have to slam people or try to destroy their judgment or their, their character um, because you don't agree with them. That's really petty and it's really immature. So our job is to get the information out there. We thank Priority One Heating and Air Conditioning. They don't always necessarily agree with the content we put out on and none of our sponsors, but they trust that the conversation needs to happen, that people need to be talking about things. And we want to thank them for sponsoring our show along with all of our other sponsors. Um, you can find this on Facebook. It'll be on Instagram. We will also have this on uh, YouTube. In fact, if you want to see something on YouTube um, that's coming up, uh, go back to yesterday when we had a story about some of the things that are going on uh, for the people that are living up the McKinsey River and how um, the Lane County Commission, the majority of that board, uh, did something that's going to cause people who lost everything in a fire have to pay even more to rebuild their homes. That's right after this on the video coming right up.